Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome everybody to Kirsty and Bryony's Comfort Zone, where we look into each other's dreams and try to work out what on earth is going on. Usually it doesn't make much sense. I'm Kirsty. I'm Bryony. Oh my gosh, there we, we go. Did we it. did it. Oh my god, we did it. That was incredibly professional. We are professional podders. Is that what they're called? Podders? <laughs> that was pretty podders. <laughs> Well, it feels like we haven't recorded in like a bazillion years. Um, I think when we get like a guest on, we don't go through our own dreams. So it feels like there's a big old gap. So we have a massive backlog now. We do have a backlog. I listened to one of my dreams earlier and I was thinking like, oh my, because it's dated. Uh, oh, I'm going to take people out of the illusion now. This is today is the, it's the 18th of May. And the dream is dated, I think, the 6th of May. No, the 5th of May. Some of yours are from April as well. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what I was thinking back yeah, then. Yeah, I think a few of these uh, are from when you went on holiday and I stayed around your house. I was housing for you. So Yes. They're pretty, they're pretty old. I had to listen back to a couple of them just to check they were the right dreams. And I didn't even remember them until I got like 30 seconds into it. I was like, oh, it's that one. I just completely <laughs> forgot about the entire thing. It's so weird. Like, I, in a way, I'm sort of excited because like the dreams that i've had recently that i remember recently recently i i feel like it's almost like looking at you from someone else's perspective because it's something you don't remember Mm -hmm. but it is you so you're like it's like you get to be more objective about it i think yeah maybe (laughs) we shall see yeah i guess so i'm quite excited to see what you think about my dreams i think recently recently Recently? my dreams have been a bit all over the place yeah i mean they're always a bit random but now they're even more random so (laughs) we'll see how they how they go my dream last night and my dream the night before i've not recorded either of them because i woke up so you know when you just wake up and you've had such active dreams that you're so fuzzy Mm -hmm. i was just too fuzzy to record them yeah but both of them were like proper big action disaster dreams like it was the end of the world and there were three moons in the the what's it called with the when you when the moon peekaboos was it the uh, eclipse when the moon peekaboos <laughs> with a peekaboo moon <laughs> like it kept on eclipsing and it everywhere would just plunge into darkness and like i in between the eclipses i was having to try and work out how to save the world and i woke up and i was just oh like my God. i'm not rested that was way too much to do See, my dreams have been like that lately. I think because I haven't been feeling very well, I've been waking up a lot at night and I've had like more sort of weird, stressful dreams like that. Like I had a dream the other day that I woke up. So I dreamt that I woke up and something was pulling like a bag under my bed. So like the strap of the bag was being pulled under the bed and I was like, what's that? So I pulled the bag out 
and a rat came out, but then hundreds and hundreds of other rats came out and they swarmed <laughs> my bed. And I was like, what? And I woke up in like a cold sweat. And I've never had a dream like that before. I've never had a bad dream about rats, for one. Yeah. Um, and it was so weird. So yeah, my dreams have just been like that lately. Like just weird little stressful shorts. That reminds me actually, you saying about not feeling well. I saw uh, in a Discord, I saw a conversation people were saying about like, oh, I'm about to go on to um, this drug. Does anyone have any experience with it? And two people responded, you're going to have wild dreams sort of thing oh god i realized for clarification this is like a, an antidepressant Medicine. Like, i realized i just yeah, said yeah. drugs and wild dreams but like proper <laughs> prescription <laughs> for the record yeah, yeah. but it made me curious like because mm. i've never thought about that sort of thing like how those sorts of things can affect dreams and part of me was like i didn't want to be that friend to you know when someone's saying like yeah i really think this is going to help me and i'm there like do you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> so I, I didn't chime in, but I was like, I'm fascinated by this. <laughs> well, I can save you the time because I went on to antidepressants and I did start dreaming again. Like that's part of the reason that I started dreaming after I um, left my old job because it was just after I started antidepressants. And the dreams, I, I didn't start having weird dreams. I just went from having no dreams to dreaming again. Um, but they weren't particularly wild. Okay. So, yeah, the real answer is kind of boring. <laughs> but I guess it varies for everyone. Like, side effects for that kind of med sort of vary for everyone. So, yeah. yeah. I wonder what it is about it that brought dreams back. Is it one of those things that it is to do with medicine itself? Or is it literally that it just clears enough space in your mind so that you naturally do start dreaming again or something yeah maybe I, I think I personally wasn't as tired like when I was at my old job I was tired a lot I would sleep a lot and I think I would go into quite a deep sleep quite quickly whereas it gave me more of a normal sleeping schedule okay sort of thing so I, I guess I was in that stage of sleep where I could dream more yeah so it might not necessarily have been the meds themselves it was more just fixing how I slept. <laughs> I love that we're like 11 episodes in now. This will be episode 11. Mm -hmm. And there are still things about dreams and sleep that I'm like, I want to read more about this. I want to find out yeah. more. Like, it's so interesting. I remember when we started doing this, it was like th this thing that we said as an offhand comment that we were going to do. But now I'm, now I'm, I'm in deep now. <laughs> we're in deep. It's interesting. It's cool. I want to read about it too. I'm going to have to like do a little bit of reading and get my nerd hat on and just find some like studies and stuff. Yeah. You know, another thing that I, I'd be interested to look into is animals dreaming. Yeah. I, I, I wonder how, how much research has been done into that. Just like peeping on animals while they, while they have a little sleep. Well, I read a study recently, recently, recently that I can't remember. I'm going to make it sound really awful, but I don't think it's as bad as I'm making it sound. But they basically, you know, the part of your brain that shuts down movement whilst you're sleeping so that you don't get up and act out your dreams. Yeah. They did an experiment with cats where they stopped that part being able to shut down and they watched what the cats did in their sleep oh, whilst they were that's dreaming. So cool. And they were sort of doing all these things where they were like, you know, hunting and pouncing and Aww. that sort of thing and running around so i think i think there are studies being done to it hopefully they're all okay yeah hopefully they're ethical so i guess it is the same sort of thing of like because i guess the thing that 
I've noticed with the bunnies that there are the bunnies do wake up in different moods every day. There are days when, you know, Jerry will just be in a grump and I don't know why. And I don't know if it's that you could say like there was a noise in the night and I didn't hear it and that upset him or something. But part of me does wonder, did he have a bad dream or like did they maybe they dreamt about someone coming into the house that they didn't know or something. You know, you just I, I do. I would like to know if the bunnies maybe we can get the bunnies on the podcast one day. Yeah, let's get the bunnies on. <laughs> we'll get Tabs on too. Tabs, do you want to be on the podcast? He didn't answer. He, I don't, I don't oh, think he... Uh... We'll have um, our people call his people. <laughs> so he said, contact my agent. Wait, wait until you're bigger. Then um, maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> wow. Well, shall we jump in and listen to some dreams? Yeah, should we listen to your your first one? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Go. Hey, look. So, I had a very weird dream. I don't remember all of it because it's the day after now, but I'll try. So, I was in a bedroom. I mean, it wasn't my bedroom, but it was a bedroom. It was meant to be my bedroom, and it was nighttime. I was going to sleep, but I had the feeling that there was something in the room with me, like, like a spook. But I wasn't scared. I just was like, okay, and I was trying to figure out who it was. And there were lots of items in this room, so there was like a desk lamp, and there were pictures everywhere, and there was a jewellery box, there was a big poster on the wall, Um, and every now and then these things would just move slightly, so the jewellery box would open and close a tiny, tiny bit, Um, and I'd be like, what is doing that? But it wasn't scary. And I think, I don't know if it was the same night or the night after, but jump forward a little bit and I'm going to sleep and um, the same thing starts happening. It's very spooky and the jewellery box opens sort of slowly, but it goes all the way. And then there's somebody there who starts talking, like they're trying to give me a clue as to who this ghost is and I'm listening and I'm like who could it be I have like a an idea but now you're telling all these stories and they're telling all these fantastical stories it was like they flew all of these planes in a war and they did all of this and all of this stuff and eventually I'm like it's my granddad which you know he didn't do any of that stuff <laughs> but eventually I was like it's my granddad and it was kind of like while all these stories were being told, he was there and he sort of materialized as we came to realize that he was there. And it was really nice. Skip forward a bit. Somebody sort of says to me, I know how you can talk to your granddad again. And I'm like, OK. And we figure out that there's this weird magic that's been passed down from this family that came from China where if you pat a girl on the head, you go into like a weird trance and you can then communicate with ghosts. Um, And the guy who originally used it, he lived forever by patting a girl on the head and then he would phase into the body of another guy, which is weird because it would surely be the other way around if he wanted to live forever. But it was like 
Oh, spoilers. Spoilers, but it was like a movie I saw recently. It was it was like um a movie that's in cinemas at the moment. Anyway, I don't really know what else, but there were some other weird things. There were posters in the room and they were weird. Like one of them was a nice poster. I assume it had something to do with my granddad, but on the other side of it it had like a a Linkin Park band poster. But instead of being a weird, like, okay, strange, it was like a mystery, woo. And we were trying to Google, like, the, the number that's on this Linkin Park poster, and it's like, it doesn't exist. And that was what eventually led to this weird magic being discovered, because we Googled it, and then we found out about this historical figure who used to pat people on the head to, to, <laughs> to live forever. It's so weird. I don't know. It's really weird. But yeah, I don't know anything else. I'll probably remember more. But that's it for now. The end. (laughs) Bye-bye. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that uh, that was that dream. So you would pat someone on the head. Yeah. But you wouldn't go into their body. You'd... No. It would keep your body being younger or you'd go into someone else's? So... Honestly, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Otherwise, I'd be able to live forever. But (laughs) originally, it was that you pat someone on the head, specifically a girl for some reason, and then you'd go into some sort of trance, which let you talk to ghosts. But then it became, after Googling this Linkin Park poster, which didn't exist, which then had some sort of tenuous link to a family in China, (laughs) um, you pat them on the head and it gave you the ability to like, jump into another body. So this guy who originally used it, he went into, well, there was almost like a crypt, I remember, and he jumped into a a dead guy's body. So I don't know how he would live forever because he jumped into a dead guy's body, and that seems counterintuitive, but that, that, that is what happened. So that is the secret. You pat a girl on the head, somehow it makes your soul come away from your body, and then you can jump into another body. So I guess you can body hop into a, a healthier body, but this guy decided to jump into a dead one for some reason. I mean, I guess you can't die if you're already dead. <laughs> exactly. That's probably it. That's probably the the logic. There. Found a way to cheat the system. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the start of the dream was really nice because it was about my granddad. And what it was, was this person was saying all these stories about him. He was like, oh, I flew all these planes, blah, blah, blah. And it was like trying to piece together these stories and eventually being like, oh, it's my granddad. But yeah, like I said, he didn't really do any of these things that the person was saying in the story. But in Dreamland, he did. (laughs) That you know of. Maybe this was all kept secret. Well, the thing is, my granddad, he was always one for telling wild stories. Um, He was hilarious. I love my granddad so much. But he would always tell these stories. So he was in the police. He worked at Scotland Yard and he allegedly was Shirley Bassey's bodyguard at one point. Um, and he, he he jumped in front of a gunman and stopped a bullet for Shirley Bassey. <laughs> and uh, he told all these stories, like all these wild stories. And it would always be like, all right, granddad. <laughs> so you never knew what was real and what wasn't. Oh dear. He was in the RAF though, but he never, I don't think he ever went to war or anything and he never flew planes as far as I'm aware. Oh, okay. 
But he always wore his RAF jacket to the pub and people would always offer to buy him pints. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, it was it was a nice dream. Like I, I always like dreaming about my grandparents because it's like, oh, this is nice. But yeah, then all the weird stuff happened with the Linkin Park poster and it was because suddenly became a mystery dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's strange because literally yesterday I was talking about, um, someone asked me like what my favourite sort of system for magic was like and my answer was i like when you have stories about magic where you find out that you have this power because it's been passed down Mm -hmm. and so when i heard that i was like i'm intrigued (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so cool i can't remember i guess that was so yeah the guy was like oh you can talk to your granddad by doing this secret trick, you pat a girl on the head, then you can talk to ghosts. But it never got round to that in the dream. Does the girl have to be called Pat? Oh, maybe. I never asked. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I never got that far in the dream. I never got around to uh, to actually testing your actively talking, magic. yeah, and and testing the magic. Uh, I got too distracted by by googling this poster. But yeah, I, I I don't know why I dreamt about it or, or what could have spurred that on. I don't think anything happened with regards to my granddad before I went to sleep. Yeah. It was just one of those things that just just kind of happened. It was nice. It, it, it made me think of my granddad, so I was just like, yay. <laughs> I was reading recently, again, like the historical stuff, uh, the historical thoughts of dreams where it would be like, you know, they thought it was people trying to contact you, whether it be like a deity or mm-hmm. someone who died or something. And I do sort of like the thought of like <laughs> your granddad just being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to just go and mess with her a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. Like, totally. If, if every time, honestly, every time I dream about my grandparents, I do think stuff like that. I'm like, are they just messing with me? Are they just jumping in there like, hey. <laughs> Remember that time I flew all these planes in the war? No, granddad, you didn't do that. (laughs) Someone's there like, okay, it's really important. You have to go and send this message. She needs to know this. He's just like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'll pass the message along. (laughs) So you pat a girl on the head. (laughs) If you pat a girl on the head, uh, then you can talk to girls. (laughs) Thanks, granddad. (laughs) Honestly, pretty, pretty on brand. Pretty on brand for my granddad. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless him. But yeah, I don't think there was much of a deeper meaning to that. I think my granddad was just coming to mess with me. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to listen to the dreams I had on holiday? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So this is going back like almost a month. And all I remember about this is that It was the middle of the day, so I'm actually quite awake in this recording. And there's three dreams in three minutes. So this is this is dream packed. (laughs) You get a lot of bang for your buck in this one. (laughs) Oh wow! So here we go. This is this is holiday me. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so I've not just woken up, but I suddenly remembered I had three dreams last night. Have not had any dreams any of the other nights so <laughs> the first one was i was playing plate up and it was like it had new art and all of this new stuff and um 
I can't remember who I was even playing with, but like the map was huge. Like the restaurant was huge. And we got to like day three and I was like, oh my God, we've all just been doing other stuff. We've not even cooked any food or served any customers yet. So goodness knows what we were doing. And then the next one was that I was meant to be in a play, but I just hadn't learned any of the lines. I think it was like the day before the play actually went out or like, what do you call it? Was being played. (laughs) And, um, And I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch this dress rehearsal and see if I can pick up any lines whatsoever, because otherwise I'm just going to have to do this, like, holding the script. So I was watching this play, and all of a sudden my friend Mike was sat behind me, and he just started humming to himself, or, like, singing under his breath, Nicky, Nicky, nine doors, up and down the Scarborough Bluffs. And I turned around and I was like, Nicky, Nicky, nine doors, I'm the guy that does that stuff. And I was like, I didn't know you knew Nikki Nine Doors. I never learned any of the play. But then the third dream was that there was meant to be this like wrestling documentary that came out. Patrick Swayze had been a wrestler, but he had, he was like gay, but WWE hadn't known it. And then this documentary was coming out about his life and how he'd actually been like in a relationship with one of the other wrestlers. I can't remember who they were. And people were all like, oh my God, this is like disrespectful because he's died and you shouldn't be outing him like this. But I was like, oh, I really want to see the, I really want to see this film. Like it looks like really interesting. Um, But then I saw a trailer for her on TV and they had changed it to be about like, maybe like The Miz and Brandy Rhodes, but I think they were married in the dream somehow. Um, And I was just like, oh so they've just changed it to be the same story, but it's about a hetero couple. And I was just like, boo. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Three dreams in one night. Haven't had nothing all the other nights. Do with that what you will. Bye bye. Bye bye. Do with that what you will. <laughs> How does awake oh me sound less coherent than sleepy me when I record the dream? <laughs> Honestly, relatable. Relatable. Um, so dreaming about play up, classic. Yeah, I'd forgotten I'd had that dream, and I was thinking the other day. Oh, I'm surprised I never had a dream about played up. Turns out I did. So goodness knows how many I've had and just forgotten. But yeah, for reference or for context, there was this little light. So the the room that I was staying in had mm-hmm. a like slanted ceiling with beams growing, growing, going across growing. it. And it had, uh, you know, the little like smoke detectors, but they've got a safety light on them, like a tiny little LED light. Mm-hmm. And that is enough to, for me to not be able to sleep. So oh for the first two nights, I didn't really sleep because of this one tiny LED scuppering me. Oh no. And then on the third night, I got a blanket and I tied it across the ceiling beams <laughs> so that it was covered. <laughs> then bam, three dreams in one night. So it worked. That you had a backlog. That's what it is. Yeah. My brain had a lot to process. (laughs) See, I remember with the plate up dream, there were four of us playing, but we were all just getting really distracted. And then I suddenly was like, hang on, we've not actually played the actual game itself. But I think that dream was because I must have been thinking about how plate up has developed whilst we're playing it. And how I think I was just thinking like, I wonder what the final game is going to be like and how different it will be from when we first played. So I think that's just very basic, obvious dream. Yeah. That's what it was. Like, yeah, well, you probably just wanted to play some play up. 
honestly. Probably. You probably just away on a holiday. symptoms of being away on holiday. <laughs> so you had to play in your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> the second dream was touched on a bit last episode because Lydia had those dreams. The dreams about being in a play and not knowing your lines. And that was like the first time I've ever had a dream like that. So it was really weird for me being like, I just had that dream. What? <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know if I've ever had a dream like that. I... I must have had one and just completely forgotten it. But there, there isn't any that spring to mind. Like, I guess because I didn't really act much when I was in school or anything. Like, whereas I think we said you and Lydia did do drama. I did, yeah. Yeah. I think, though, it's because our friend Ted has been in a play. And I think That's I've been talking to him a lot about the play. And I think he's got into my brain. I think that's what it was. It's Ted's fault. It's Ted's it's always fault. Ted's fault. Basically, anything going wrong in my brain, Ted's fault. <laughs> it's all Ted's fault. Just blame Ted. This will be a test as to whether he listens to the podcast. Oh yeah, no one tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh yeah, the thing about you <laughs> know Nikki Nine. I don't know it. I don't. I think I've heard of it, but I don't know the rhyme. So this is a learning experience for me. Nikki Nine Doors is basically. Not all Canadians, but some Canadians, that's what they refer to as what we would probably call like knock down ginger. down ginger. So knocking on a door and running away, it turns out it mm-hmm. has loads of different names. And one of them in Canada is Nikki Nine Doors. And there's a song in a TV show called Nirvana the Band the Show. And they come up with this song that's just Nikki Nikki Nine Doors. <laughs> and... Yeah, I think it was just that my friend started singing it and instead of paying attention to the play, I was just like, oh, I know this. (laughs) I don't know the play, but I know this. I love that it was the build-up of a stress dream and then I got distracted and then at the end I was just like, so I never learned anything in the play. Anyway, next dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So it clearly wasn't as anxiety as maybe the dream had hoped it was gonna be yeah it was trying it was trying but it didn't it didn't account for your how easily distracted <laughs> <attention> span. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god Amazing. thinking about it there was the dream i had a few episodes ago where it was the end of the world and something was about to collide with earth and then i went round and met my friend's kitten so Maybe anxiety dreams just can't get through my shield they just of distraction. Don't work on you. <laughs> exactly. They just don't work. It reminds me of that one dream where I just ended up drawing a burger for art when it was like, oh, I haven't done my homework, <laughs> so I just drew a burger. And I was like, ta da! Burger! Done and done. <laughs> Easy. Stress dreams? Never heard of them. <laughs> of course, there had to be wrestlers involved of course yes their dream always is patrick swayze's wwe documentary (laughs) and i didn't know whether it was better for them to tell the truth about his life or whether that was disrespectful and i guess that is a thing that probably comes up quite a bit when people are making documentaries after someone has passed is like yeah is that disrespectful yeah or is that like honoring or i don't know i don't know yeah i mean i'd quite like to know about patrick swayze's secret wrestling life his secret 
wrestling career. I don't know, it'd be quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so secret. No one ever knew about it. Until today. This is an exclusive. <laughs> did he did he wear a mask or did people just not recognise him? It was just straight up Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I guess in in my dream realm, he was a wrestler. But the weird thing for me is, so the wrestlers I mentioned that the documentary then was about was The Miz and Brandy Rhodes. Why wasn't it just Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes? They're already married. And The Miz already that has sense. The Mizzes, which is his wife. So why did I separate two couples and paste them together? <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know what's going on in there. You're, you're shipping them in your dreams. So I am. You're, you're writing wrestler fanfics. That's what it is. <laughs> With Patrick Swayze. <laughs> but no, I have no idea. Oh my gosh. Where, I mean, I did watch wrestling when I was on holiday. Yeah. Of course. It was a wrestling holiday. That, so these were these dreams that you had like in the middle of the day? Or did you just remember them in the day? I remember I was sat outside with Alex and I was reading my book and someone must have said something and all of a sudden they just all came back to me mm. and I got up and I walked into the bedroom and I recorded them so to everyone else I just went into a room and talked to myself for three minutes about Patrick Swayze yeah amazing <laughs> I was gonna say because I tend to have like quick fire dreams like that when I'm like having a nap in the day but I guess if you were being like, oh no, this was after you covered up the light, wasn't it? Yeah, this was my first good yeah. night's sleep and mm. I just got to have three dreams. Yeah, maybe you just had a backlog then. Yeah. <laughs> my brain was just jumbling everything together. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got a wrestler dream in this time. Yep. I was worried for a sec <laughs> that, you know, we'd have to miss out this week. I, the animals <laughs> weren't in there, so. Oh, don't worry, I've got that covered. Oh. Should we listen to your next one? Are we gonna are we gonna tick another thing off? <laughs> Let's do it. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. It's three thirty a.m. by Foundry. I was at home in my parents' house, and we went up to the shed at the end of the garden for a pie. Except it was instead of being old and smelly and full of my dad's tools it was a big nice space with like a tv and lights and everything so we went up there for this party and there were lots of people they like their phones everywhere and at one point i lost my phone so we had to look around i was like where's my phone and then i was picking up phones after people left and i was like oh no someone must have lost their phone but where's my phone? And then it was in my hand. And I was like, oh, it's in my hand. Lol. Anyway, so I don't remember who was at this party except Tom Clark was there. Angry Tom. And me and Tom were hanging out. And we were taking dumb pictures of Tom um, for a laugh. So at one point he had like a birthday hat and balloon. And he stood up against a big banner and just like posed and like stuck his finger up and just was being dumb. Um, for one of them, Booth was like to the side and she got a cat and I held the cat up and the phone somehow merged the image. So Tom looked like a cat and it was like, Booth, what the heck, lol, that's funny. We got more dumb pictures of Tom. One of them was... It was like a little figurine, I think. We looked back at it and it was like, <laughs> it looks like you've beaten up Luigi and you're standing on his like body 
and laughing and then there's a baby Luigi next to him crying because Luigi could be an I don't even know, it's weird. I don't know what else happened in there other than the funny pictures of Tom. There was another one where I was holding a little figurine. I think of the Luigi thing. It was me holding it up in my hands and we looked at that and Tom went, oh my God, put a picture of my face on the little figurine and put it on Twitter and say, birth of wooden boy. And I was like, okay. Anyway, so the party ended and we went down to the, the main house, but it was really big and nice. And all the bunnies were there, but there were even more bunnies. There was a big bunny, like a big lop. And there were two little twin bunnies. There were another two bunnies. There were lots of bunnies, but it was late because it was after the party, so they were all sleeping. But they were all like just sitting there, like snoozing. It was really cute. But as we started heading into the house, two of them got up and ran in. And they weren't allowed in the house, but the doors were open. So my mum got mad. She was like, why did you let them in? You should have shut the door. And I was like, I have not been down here since 2pm. 2pm. And at the same time, she was like, I haven't been down here since 4.30pm. And at that point, she looked at me like, oh, you've not actually been down here. And I was like, yep, I win the argument. Goodbye. And then I uh, left and went to bed. There was other weird stuff too. There were like talking dogs, but I can't really remember. I think Ravs was there, and one of the dogs was like, Ravs! Ravs! <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. It was a weird dream. Anyway, I need you know. I'm going back to bed. Good night. Bug, bug, bug. Ravs! Ravs! Don't say Ravs! Ravs! <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. I wonder, would this have been, because obviously we can say now you're, you've joined the network, you're part of Yogscast, one of us, one of us, one of us. (laughs) I wonder if this dream would have been that you were thinking about that, you either knew you were coming in or Mm -hmm. you're waiting for it to be announced. I can't think of the timing, but I wonder if that was like what was going in your mind and you were imagining the network as being a big party where you get to take photos of Tom and Booth brings cats. (laughs) Is that not what it is? That is exactly, that's what we do every Saturday. So um, you get to experience that now. (laughs) So maybe, honestly, this was in April. It was probably around the same sort of time as your holiday dreams because I was at your house for that one. Oh, that explains the bunnies. Yes. So there were bunnies in the dream and... Yeah, I think I was aware at that point that I was going to join the network. So, yeah, probably, honestly, that's that's probably why. I, it was so so random. Like, my dreams always have these very weird elements that just come out of nowhere. Like the dog that kept saying, Rav. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed that you thought to record it. Like, was it half three? It was three, half three in the morning, yeah. I, I'd probably only been asleep for like an hour at that point. Oh, okay. And I, yeah, I woke up and I was just like, oh, what was it? I gotta record this dream. <laughs> it's content. So I did. Content. <laughs> the thing is, as well, we'd said, like, oh, I wonder what sort of dreams we'll have while, um, while I'm at your house and you're on holiday. So I was like, oh, I've had a dream and it had bunnies. I have to record it. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I do remember is that the bunnies, they were all sitting in like, I guess like little bunny-sized high chairs. Like they were sort of oh. sitting on their bum sleeping yeah. in these tiny little chairs. And it was really cute. 
Bless. <laughs> it was very cute. Have your parents moved now? Not yet. They are moving next month, I think. Okay. So yeah, I have been having sort of more dreams about them and the house and stuff. Yeah. Which I think is why I was at my parents' house for that, honestly. There's just, I, I guess the, the whole dream, it had like a lots, lots of like change in it, I guess, like, because we were at my parents' house and they're moving. A lot of the yogs were there and I've joined the network now. I guess the bunnies were there and I was at your house at the time, which was like a change. And it, I guess it was just all on my brain at the time. And I was having this big amalgamation dream. Yeah, a big smush of everything, everything together. But I don't know why Luigi was there. <laughs> Why he was the wooden boy? He was the wooden boy. I, I don't know why. <laughs> so it, what it was, I don't know if it came across clearly on my on my dream because I was talking a lot of rubbish, but essentially we were taking these dumb pictures of Tom. He had a party hat and a balloon and we were taking pictures of him. And then he found this Luigi figurine, which looked like Luigi had been beaten up and somebody had just memorialized it in a figurine. And I was holding it up, taking a dumb picture like, ah, look at this figurine. And yeah, then Tom was like, put my face on it and put it on Twitter. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> Birth of Wooden Boy. <laughs> Classic Tom. <laughs> Classic Tom with his Twitter shenanigans. You can't stop him. No. Nope. <laughs> it's nice that, because famously, Tom Clark hates talking about dreams and hearing about dreams. So yeah. this is like the closest we're going to get to him being on this exactly. podcast. So it's nice that he's exactly. he got to be a part of it. He's made an appearance <laughs> in some form. Whether he likes it or not, he's um, a guest against his will now. <laughs> exactly. Congratulations, Tom. <laughs> but yeah, then the dream ended with me having a very small argument with my mom. About whether you'd let the bunnies in or not. Yeah, it was about who had left the doors open to let the bunnies in. And yeah, I said, I haven't been down here since two two o'clock. And she said, I haven't been down since 4.30. So obviously she'd been there after. And so she left the doors open. I was like, ha I win. And then I left. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's so strange. I, I often, I mean, I haven't had any in a little while, but I, I've had a few dreams where I've just been in like petty arguments with my mum. And I'm sorry, mum, but I don't know why. I just do. I have these dreams Aww. where me and my mum are just having these weird arguments. Um, and that was one of them. Have you kept a tally of who's won? The most arguments. I haven't, but I should. This can be the first one. I am in the lead. I'm winning. Score one, Kirsty. <laughs> yes. I am winning. Sorry, Mum. I have a real bugbear for unprovable arguments. You know the sorts of things like if you're saying something and then someone's mm -hmm. like, oh, did you just say insert wrong word? And you're like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure I said this word. And they're like, no, 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 you said this. And there's never any way to prove who's right. Yes. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Because I just want to know and there's no way to ever know. And you, one of you just has to back down or you hold a grudge for life and never talk again. That is also an yes. option. I, I, are, you, are you okay? <laughs> are you subtweeting someone right now? Has, has this happened? Uh, no, I can't actually think of a time <laughs> it's happened recently. Recently? Recently. But it's the sort of thing that when it does, it's, it, it's annoying enough for when it's happened for it to stick yeah. with me as a thing that happens. <laughs> I know what you mean. I've had that before as well. And I'm like, no, I'm sure I said this word. Like, I definitely said this and I definitely did this at this time, blah, blah, blah. 
And people are like, no, you did it. And I'm like, no, I definitely <laughs> did. I, I haven't opened these doors. I haven't been here since two, two o'clock in the afternoon. Mother? 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 See, if I was in that dream, I would have just been letting the bunnies in on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Honestly, same. So the, the, the setup, they weren't in the garden. They were in like a conservatory. Like, all just snoozing on the table. Oh, But mum didn't want them in the house for some reason. It was bizarre. Maybe I snuck into your dream. I hope so. From holiday, I, I snuck in. You opened the doors. Oh my gosh, imagine if one time we do have dreams that we listen to one, and then I'm like, here's my dream, and my dream's like, so I was sneaking into this party to let in the bunnies, and... <laughs> <laughs> I want it to happen. I, I hope we can go for long enough that one day we'll meet. We will have matching dreams. We will meet in our dreams. <laughs> you know what? I might have to add that to my list of things to research because I want to know if that is a thing. I think that's something that like twins do. Like they have matching dreams. Oh my gosh, I've never even thought about twin dreams. See, this is why I want Kat to be a guest on, on the uh, podcast because Kat is a twin. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain that her and Sammy have had sort of matching dreams. And I really, really am interested in asking about them. <gasps> yes. So maybe one day we can get Kat on here. One day. And find out. But in the meantime, I might do a little bit of research into it because it's so cool. I have the song in my head from um, Sleeping Beauty. Which one? Where it's like, I know you, I know walked with you, you once upon a dream. Upon a dream. <laughs> <laughs> what a smooth line. Being like, it hey, is. it really is. Do you remember me? We met in your dreams. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Was I taking pictures of you when you were holding that Luigi statuette? <laughs> you should tweet a picture of Tom's face on Luigi with that line and just see. <laughs> Gauge the general reaction. <laughs> and whoever responds knowingly. They left the they door open. They listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they left the door open. It was them. This is like, this oh is our, our Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> I think this is going to have to be tweeted out, honestly. <laughs> I'll get right on it. <laughs> now we have our own Twitter account, which you should all follow. That's at, true. At, at Kirsty and Bryony. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Wow. Do you want to listen to my second dream or technically my fourth dream yes let's do it i have no memory of what this is me neither but let's see let's see what's wrong with me three two one okay so i had this dream that um squeak had escaped and i was like back home and she'd got into my parents room so i was like trying to get her at one point i like fell asleep on my parents bed and I woke up and I saw this little, like, hamster tail sticking out from underneath, uh, like, a T-shirt or something that was on the floor. So I was like, there she is, there she is. But then this other a hamster, it was like either a hamster or a chipmunk or something, walked out. And I was like, oh, that's not her. And then I saw this other hamster and I was like, there she is, there she is. And I picked this hamster up. And I was like, no, this is mini squeak. And I ended up, I put, I could see the other squeak. And I put the mini Squeak back in Squeak's tank. And then I picked up Squeak. And she had like a little lump on her face. And I was like, oh, I should get a photo, I should get a photo. So I asked Alex if I could get a photo. Like, oh, if I hold her, can you take one? But he was busy doing something. 
So then I was like, for some reason, I then just put her back down on the floor. And I kept on seeing like the little chipmunk hamster. So I went back into my bedroom, which I then turned into my living room in the old flat. And it had like a spare tank that apparently I'd had like gerbils in or something. And it was all set up. So I was like, oh, I'll just put the the other hamster in there and we can um, see if we can find them at home. And then at this point, my mum had turned up and I was like, mum, mum, the strangest thing. I explained what happened. And I was like, look, look, here's the hamster now. But it was like um, these two like squirrels, I think, were running towards us. And I was like, no, 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 it was definitely a more hamstery. But there was just these squirrels under the bed. And then like a tiny giraffe and a tiny uh, chimpanzee came up from under the bed too and I was like no really no, it was a hamster it was really cute and mum was like oh that sounds nice because if it is a hamster maybe we will keep them uh, which I found strange because I don't think my parents would want a hamster in the end I think I did find Squeak and I put her back in her cage and she just lived with mini Squeak but I can't can't remember if I got the other one but yeah <laughs> very strange bye bye <laughs> bye bye Oh dear. So you can't put hamsters in together because they're fight. Yeah. But because there was squeak and also mini squeak, they could live together because it was technically just her. Exactly. That that makes sense. That makes sense. But weirdly, mini squeak looked like the calico fat cat. From Final Fantasy. Oh my god. It was just Amazing. a teeny tiny one of those. But in my mind I was like, that's a mini a version squeak. of Squeak. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I would love a mini little fat cat IRL. That would be so cool. <laughs> man, this is another one of those dreams. I feel like pet owners, especially owners of like small furries, they, well, I mean, me and you have, so I assume all of them do. We we have these dreams where they escape and then yeah. suddenly there are more of them. Like I've had dreams where the rats have got out and suddenly there are more rats. And I'm like, that's not my rat. That's not my rat. Like, is this common? Is this Is this like... It must be. I wonder. Have you had a dream like that before? Or is this the first time? I mean, the last time Squeak escaped, it was real. <laughs> Did she get under the floorboards? She got into the floorboards and I had to put a, I found a gap in the floorboards underneath the bath and I had to stuff a tissue box down there that I had filled with peanut butter oh, and my apple God. and wait until she got in it. And then I, I felt bad, but I had to tip it up because I, I couldn't, I was like reaching underneath the bath. So I had to tip it yeah. up because I couldn't pick her up or cover it at all and then just like wrestle it out. And she was so filthy. <laughs> oh like my God. Scurrying around in the floorboards. It's so good that that worked though. Like I would have been panicking so much. I was panicking. I was going through proper like, she's going to die in the walls and I'm going to have to live with the knowledge that she's just in the walls for the rest oh, of my life. <laughs> no. What it was oh was I God. was downstairs with the bunnies and Jerry thumped and Jerry doesn't thump. So I was like, something must be going. Fionn will like thump at quite a few things. Yeah. Which is nice because that's their way of like warning you. So it's nice that she does. Whereas Jerry will just, it's everybody for himself and he will just run away instead of telling you that there's danger. But he thumped and I was like, what? So I listened out and I could just hear scratching in the walls. And I was like, we've got mice or rats or something. And then I remembered that Squeak was meant to be in her playpen and Alex was meant to be watching her. And I could oh, hear no. him brushing his teeth. <laughs> so I messaged Alex like, is Squeak still in her playpen? He was like, yeah, yeah, no, she's in there. And I was like, really? <laughs> 
then we went upstairs and there was just this hole in her playpen and oh we could just hear we, we were like walking around really quietly like where is the scrabbling coming from where did she get in and she had walked two rooms away and just found the literally the one gap in the walls which is underneath the <gasps> bath and she'd found that somehow despite never being in that room and she, i think she's just drawn to chaos and yeah. she'd got into the floorboards that is impressive yep they are little monsters i can't believe like you have some sort of sixth sense to pick up on that that is insane like to be downstairs <laughs> hear the rabbit thump and go something's wrong like how <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, it was a very... I think we were up until like two in the morning trying to get her out of the floorboard. Oh my God. And I had like tipped the room upside down because I thought she was just somewhere in the room. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten that dream. And as soon as I heard the beginning of it, I was just thinking that wasn't a dream. <laughs> <laughs> this happened. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I never had a big escape with the rats in real life, thankfully. I think... The closest is probably maybe one of them like went out of the door and went on the stairs like and started heading downstairs. Yeah. Or they used to get on my windowsill and I always had to make sure the window was closed because if it was open, oh no, they'd be out there. Well, I guess the closest you've had, you've had your your tabs escape the other way. I have had tabs escape. Oh God, that don't remind me. Oh, <laughs> that was, that was horrendous. I got secondhand panic just from thinking about it (laughs) oh i was panicking so much like i luckily so far i haven't had a dream where that's happened but it was bad enough in real life your brain is storing up that anxiety dream for later it's like i'm gonna get you i don't want to relive that (laughs) (laughs) oh it was horrendous so the little bugger he ran out the back door and he was in your garden and he was sort of looking around and i was like come back in tabs Come back in. I didn't want to walk up to him because I knew he'd run off. Yeah. But then he just wandered towards the back of the garden. I was like, okay. Um, and you've got like trees in that far corner of your garden. And he went in between the trees and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. So I started trying to climb through the trees to be like, Tabs, please come out. And then he jumped up on the on the garden wall and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He's going he's gonna to jump over the wall. He's going to escape. So I ran around into the alleyway to spook him back into the garden. Uh, so we jumped back in and then he went into next door's garden and I was just like, oh, so I had to knock on next door's door crying like, my cat's in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, all right, I'll go and have a look. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> oh, it was awful. It was awful. I think the closest I've come to that, but it wasn't an animal of mine. But when I was working at the vet one of the uh, we had like ambulance drivers and his dog was in for the day mm. just sort of like staying in nothing wrong sort of thing but it was this teeny teeny tiny little yorkshire terrier and i was like oh yeah i can walk them if you want i'll just you know because i'm walking all the other dogs i'll just pop them out and it had this tiny little collar but because the dog was so small it slipped the collar oh, no. when we got outside into the car park and i was like this dog is so tiny and there was no, it wasn't like a closed in area. It was a car park that led right out just into the main road. Oh God. And I was chasing this tiny little Yorkshire Terrier around the car park. And it got to the point where I finally got to it. I literally rugby tackled this dog. I lay on top of it because I was like, you are not getting away. 
Oh. But I was like in such panic mode. And there was a client in the car park. And I was like, how does this look to them? And I just couldn't stop to think about it. I was just like, sorry, out of my way. We're getting this dog one way or another. We had dogs escape when I was at work as well. Like we had dogs get out and it was always like a big call on the radio, like dog has escaped from so-and-so block, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh God, everyone run over, get into lockdown. Blah. <laughs> but I remember one time it was my fault. Um, and luckily it didn't cause any sort of mass panic, but our kennels had a front and a back, Like they had an outdoor area and an indoor area and both had doors. So someone had got this dog out from one side and given him to me and I put him back in the other side and they'd left the door open on the other side. So I put him in his kennel uh, lock the door and then I walked around and I got a radio call like uh, Kirsty have you just put ice back in his kennel and I was like yeah and they were like can you come out the front of the block please and I went out there and there was someone's car there and they they had like come out of the car and they were just playing with the dog and I was like <laughs> oh <laughs> well <laughs> uh, he's not supposed to be there <laughs> Oh, but luckily he just wanted to play rather than run off. So that was good. When I worked at a rescue, I did the exact opposite of that. And I locked myself in one of the dog's kennels. Oh, no. I was cleaning it out. There wasn't a dog in it. But I was cleaning it out and they said, like, be careful with these doors because it was the ones that, you know, you just push to lock them. They just lock into place. Right. And they'd unlocked them all because they'd like let all the dogs out into the outside part shut the little gates and then locked, unlocked all the doors so I could do all the cleaning inside. And I went in and the door must have like opened and then bounced back and it just closed and I had to radio through, which everyone could hear and just be <laughs> like, is anyone around um, this block? I just need help with something. And they're like, oh, um, is it urgent? I was like, a little. <laughs> just a little bit if anyone can come over, please. Oh. <laughs> And they walked oh, in no. and it's just empty kennels and then me stood locked in. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's something I would do. <laughs> uh, I did that once actually, but on the other side of the kennel door was a dog that was potentially aggressive. So oh, I shut no. the door and I was just like, I'm going to stay here and radio for help while this dog free roams in the kennel. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please come and help me. <laughs> that reminds me of a time when I was at the vet and these two huskies got brought in. I think there was a vet who was walking in and they just happened to bump into them. Yeah. They brought them in and we chip checked them and we called up the owner and we were like, are these your huskies? And they were like, no, 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 my huskies are playing in the garden at the moment. We were like, are you sure? And they were like, oh yeah, I can see them. They're right. I'll be right in. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to just put them in like a temporary kennel whilst we waited. And one of them was, you know, dogs that are just very hard to read because they're growling at you and they're wagging their tails and you're like, I can't pick up what you're putting down here. So I'm mm -hmm. just going to give you space. And I tried to walk them into a kennel. Oh no, we ended up, we took them into the isolation room and I walked them in and then they were between the door and me and they were just stood oh. there growling and I was just there like, I don't know what to do. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just going to slowly move away. <laughs> That's the worst situation. It could be that they were fine, but you never really know. When it's a dog the size of a husky, you don't you don't want to gamble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find that huskies are quite hard to read in general. So yeah, I totally get that. We had a few huskies like that. <laughs> it was just like, oh, are you happy? No, yeah. Okay. 
Because if it's a dog, you know, like I, one of, one of my friends had a dog and he was very growly, but he was always fine. It was just, yeah, I guess it, a weird habit that he'd learned. But yeah, when it's a dog, you don't know, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you do you. Sure. <laughs> Doggies. Doggos. Babies. Did any of them say refs? No. None of them ever spoke. None of them ever did the... I miss dogs. I want to go and hang out with some dogs. That is one of the strangest things about not working with animals anymore. It's just not getting to see them very often. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I just want to hug some dogs, man. I get if ever I go away, like when I was on holiday because I'm away from the bunnies when it gets to that like 24 hour point where I've not petted or told an animal that I love them I start getting really like as soon as I see a dog anywhere I'm just like do you mind if I just 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 a little I love you I love you I had that when I stayed around yours. Yeah. I just, whenever I went to bed at night, I was like, oh, there's no tabs. And I really missed him. I was so used (laughs) to him being there now. I was just like, oh, I'm sad now. My baby. And it's weird because they don't have phones. Do you ever go to text tabs? Because I do it all the time. If there's something I think the bunnies would like, I'll be like, oh, I'll WhatsApp them. I'm like, no, no, I'll I can't. WhatsApp the bunnies. <laughs> oh, they don't have thumbs. Oh, no. So there's a Twitter account that's called something like memes I wish I could tag my cat in. Yes. And I love I'm that like, account. that is relatable. <laughs> it's very relatable. But for a bunny in my case. Or for chaos hamster. You should start that Twitter account, honestly. What memes I wish I could tag my my Banui and my Banui. <laughs> yeah, I would follow that account. I don't even have a Banui. <laughs> well, shall we say the bye bye words? Yes, we should. We have we have been talking for a long time. Let's wrap it up. Oh, it feels like it's been a nice catch up, though. It has. It's been it's been nice, like. It feels like we haven't done this in forever. It's weird because we record regularly, but it just feels like there's been such a gap. Yeah. So yeah, this has been nice. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, Oh, one thing we were thinking is we would love to do an episode where we read through your guys' dreams. So if anybody has a dream that you'd like to send in, we now have an email address, um, which is kirstyandbryony at gmail.com. You can find it on our Twitter account as well if you don't know how to spell it. Um, And feel free to just send in your dreams and maybe we can do a nice episode where we just go through your dreams and try and figure out what the heck is happening in your heads yeah now we're definitely experts on this we yes we are absolutely experts (laughs) we've done a good 10 episodes you know i think we're ready to to delve into other people's brains now (laughs) exactly well thank you so much for listening yes thank you so much let us know what's going on in your in your heads and till next time see you next time bye bye for now Bye-bye. Bye-bye.